Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. And that was our new theme song. Woo! We have an official Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew theme song now. I am excited beyond belief. How are you feeling about it, Kelly? I'm excited. I'm hyped. I am pleased. I'm chuffed. I'm... That's all I got. I'm excited. I, really, I wish it was like 30 seconds longer so it could have played under all those descriptions that you just gave. <laughs> I don't even know what chuffed means, but it's fitting. It means happy and British. Oh, happy in British. I thought you yeah. said happy and British. <laughs> well, <don't> like... <laughs> I've never heard an American person say they were chuffed. So I have. For me, but... Oh. Mere moments ago. Well. When you said it. I That doesn't count. Well. Alas. Alas. Let's get right into it, Kelly. What'd you play this week? <laughs> what games did you play this week? Um, You know, it's funny. I was trapped in the desert. Remember last <laughs> week I was like, I will be in the desert. So wish me luck, guys. Uh, I was trapped there, so I was not able to play any games. But I will say, I have a newfound appreciation. Okay, so I've always had an appreciation for Fallout New Vegas, right? It's like one of my favorite games. But I have a newfound appreciation for it, having been to its... Uh, inspiration to old Vegas to old Vegas yeah it's uh you know I felt like I I was like pointing out stuff I was like hey in the game this is actually this and this is actually this and uh, you know it was actually really embarrassing for me because um, nobody cared but <laughs> I had a good time but I was also trapped there so could not play any games, unfortunately, except for um, on the airplane. I uh, played this, you know, one of those games where you have to like match the colors and then like three in a row and then it goes, boom. it's like Bejeweled, but it's with farm animals instead. Uh, did you, and you didn't gamble at all? I, well, you know, I did and I lost it, like all of it, except for 35 cents. So, so I mean, I didn't gamble. Okay, okay, okay. I did not gamble a lot of money. Let me just be clear. Like, no more than $20. Okay. But you did play games this week then. They uh, were that's true. That's true. Not yeah. video games. They were not video games. They were games that um, people spend time playing when they are also drinking alcohol oh. and smoking and participating in vices. <gasps> did you participate in any vices? Oh, I guess I shouldn't ask that on the air. <laughs> well, let's just say. <laughs> what Sorry. are we going to say? Let's just say it. No, no, no. It's, we're committed they, to this. Let's just say what? They call it Sin City for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about you committing to bits is when you get nervous and want to bail out in the middle and you start laughing, but you lean away from the mic. So it just sounds like you're leaving the room. <laughs> Like you're giving up. Yeah. I, you know, I just have to learn to commit. Yeah. <laughs> I also did not play anything this week, so I have nothing. Well, I played something, which I will talk more about next week. May involve yeah, but... some dying and some looping. But you weren't trapped in the desert, so you don't you you don't have an excuse. Yeah. Well, I was playing that game that I... <laughs> 
I was not I trapped know. in a desert. I was just playing a game and it is long and I have to finish it because I don't want to give incomplete opinions. I know. I'm just yanking you. Also, pain. you don't know me. I might have been trapped in the desert. I think maybe you would have told me if you were trapped in the desert so we could be trapped together. <laughs> we're trapped in different <laughs> deserts, Kelly. Oh. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, also, I'm glad you're I, okay. I did have a real life video game experience. I <laughs> I went to a uh, an amusement park, a Cedar Point this weekend. It was a good time, and I went to the arcade inside Cedar Point, which I've been to many times. And I used to love that arcade because it had all like the tickety games in the front, you know, the ones that cost way too much. And you just get some tickets and then you buy some like gumballs with those tickets. But in the back, they used to have all these retro machines. So they had like, you know, Pac-Man, Dig Dug, Galaga, like classics. But they also had like all this cool pinball stuff and like other weird, obscure arcade games. And they had them in the back and they just cost like a quarter to play. And it was awesome. And I love spending time there when it was like too hot outside. And I went in the other day when I was at Cedar Point. This is the first time I've been to that arcade in years, mind you. And I was like, listen, I'm excitedly headed to the back. So I'm just booking it. I'm walking at sonic speed. And I get there and there's just like nothing. Like it's just regular ticketed arcade games. And I was disappointed. And that is the end of my story. I was just sad. I'm sorry. But it was made a little bit better because on my way out, you know, those like cars or like little things for kids that they sit in and they just like kind of rock and you pay yeah. like you play like 50 cents and then it just puts them up and down for a little bit mm -hmm. they had one of those and guess who was inside it directly who? behind the driver's seat welcoming anybody who wanted to sit with him who sonic the hedgehog <gasps> the one why would he only. need to ride in anything well, he's and just he there runs. to make he just he's there to make whoever is riding feel cool. Oh, okay. Um, his eyes were very, very askew. One was very clearly looking the opposite, a different direction. But you know, I got a picture with him. Everything's good. Life is good. Should Life we get into the straight. news? Yeah. No, that's, no, that's we're not talking. <laughs> what? What? Let's get into the news. What? Wait. <laughs> There's no Life is Strange news. You could have. Yeah, maybe I'm just trying to throw the listeners off, okay? Maybe I'm just trying to trick them a little bit. Yeah, listeners, get off. Leave. leave. Kelly's so mad that she just took her mic off her stand and threw it on the ground. Don't leave. Don't leave. Because then it'll only be the last of us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that laugh. <laughs> I really like when you're proud of yourself. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, HBO or I guess the creators of the Last of Us HBO series released a screen shot of Joel and Ellie um, it's like their backs so you can't see their faces quite yet but they're overlooking like a looks like maybe a crashed airplane or something but um, when I first saw this screenshot it looked I thought it was from the game <laughs> I also thought that I thought it, the it was color concept grading art is, yeah, the color grading is really, like, interesting in it. It's very much trying to emulate the visual look of Last of Us. Yeah, I mean, I can't see Pedro Pascal's front, but I do see his back, and I like what I see. 
it's also like the clothing option like the fact that the clothing that these two are are wearing in the screenshot is like exactly what they wear in the games made me think it was the game at first yeah it's a cool screenshot i mean it tells us nothing realistically yeah i mean they like just started filming in july so yeah this seems kind of preemptive honestly to be releasing this well we'll see i mean they want to build hype so i get it it was for the last of us day which is like i think they used to call it pandemic day and then you know (laughs) an actual pandemic happened (laughs) that's so funny i'm sorry (laughs) it is funny i'm sorry no it is it is very funny (laughs) (laughs) but the other day it's like the day that in the universe the pandemic started (laughs) (laughs) this is the wrong thing to laugh at (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just feeling kind of silly today (laughs) i don't know why you're laughing so hard at me saying the day that the pandemic started (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) it's just like I will always, I mean, the word will always be associated with COVID. Yeah. For me, at least. Yeah. Sorry, Spanish flu. Sorry. You had your chance. And it no longer will be associated with The Last of Us. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So are you excited for the series? I feel like we've both said differing things through the days. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. I really like Pedro Pascal. I will watch anything he's in. I watch Narcos, okay? I watch Narcos for that man. Um, <laughs> which is fine. It's, it's, it's not a bad show. I just, like, I wouldn't <laughs> watch it if he wasn't in it. Um, anyway, what am I talking about? Oh, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like, sorry, sometimes I think about Pedro Pascal and I, my brain just, he's It's happened on this show a couple times. <laughs> That's true. Um, I'm, I'm like tentatively excited. I don't know. When it first was announced, I was like, why? Why do they need to make it? Because it felt it kind of—I mean—the game is so cinematic. It's like you could watch all the cutscenes and have like an HBO series experience. I feel, but um, seeing like everyone who was involved in it, it's kind of boosted my confidence in the project. So I guess we'll see the finished results um, eventually, maybe next year. I mean, probably next year since they're filming now. But I would say maybe, so- maybe hopefully probably, sooner. Than yeah, they're probably done filming by now. So maybe like this winter, I don't know. I mean, showing this screenshot makes me feel like, I don't know. I know it's just a screen grab that they could have gotten from anywhere, but it just feels finished to me for some unbeknownst reason. Yeah, I I feel like sometimes with stuff like this, there's actually a pretty quick turnaround. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty epic, but what are you going to do? Oh, my God. Apple has effectively banned Epic from the App Store for five years. By effectively, I mean that they rejected Epic's new uh, application to be renewed on the App Store, which means that they are not able to list their apps, meaning you won't be able to get Fortnite on your iPhone for the next five years at least. I think this is funny because Apple's basically just like they haven't gotten their way. So now they're like throwing a tantrum. Yeah. But my question is just like, you know, Epic did this whole lawsuit and it it went their way sort of. But also like 
was shouldn't this have been like a an obvious outcome? And if they're not able to have Fortnite on the App Store, then what's the point of fighting for the terms for which it's on the App Store? I don't know. Maybe for precedent? I guess so, but they can't establish, they can't utilize that precedent for five years. Yeah. I mean, that's a long game look, but like Fortnite's probably at its peak right now. I guess Fortnite could be just as big in five years, which like feels wild to me but i guess it's been big for four years at this point so like who knows that's true but that is like that's a long time that is a long time that's nine years of the game i don't think fortnite has that sort of life span they need to like introduce like thanos 2 (laughs) a second (laughs) thanos they would need to introduce ariana grande oh wait they did dun 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 They'll do it again. How? Don't what? ask. Don't ask. Okay, we'll I won't. get sued by Epic Games. Okay, I won't ask. And Apple. Okay. But I do need you to be direct. <gasps> okay, like, I won't ask. Just like the Nintendo Direct that happened last week. <gasps> okay. I will say I was yes. like in the middle of a conference learning about dentures and stuff while this was happening. So um, a lot of this was synthesized to me through my Twitter feed. Um, but something that was not synthesized to me in my Twitter feed was the newest Monster Hunter expansion called Sunbreak coming out next summer. That's pretty cool. It's for Monster Hunter Rise. For the uninitiated, um, which is the one that came out on Switch about a few months ago, I want to say. It came out in June. It came out six months ago. <laughs> what are you trying to communicate to me right now? Uh, yeah, it came out in March. I tried to communicate to Kelly oh, exactly okay. how many months ago it came out. Um, that's, but that's I didn't funny. indicate. I just held up a six. That's so June funny, was a fair guess. Because I played it in March when it came out. And then <laughs> It'd I be stopped. wild if it came out in June then. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I was surprised by this specifically because I assumed this would be the time of year when they announced that it was coming to other things. But now that makes I really don't think that's as likely. I maybe think it will be likely in like 2023 because I feel like. This happened with Monster Hunter World, not on the Switch, but I feel like Iceborne didn't come out for, like, all platforms. But, yeah, I kind of agree. Like, maybe if they were announcing this, they would have announced it at the same time as, like, it's going to be a new expansion. And also, it's coming out on PlayStation 5 or blah, blah, blah. Um, But, no. So, we'll see. I'll probably play it a little bit. I don't know. I kind of fell off playing Monster Hunter. It's kind of like there's a really steep learning curve i feel like there's a decent chance that this expansion will be aimed partially at i mean obviously it'll be aimed at the hardcore fans but it also might be aimed at people like you who kind of fell out you know bringing them back in and i'm assuming there's a very high chance they'll re-release it like in stores and stuff as monster hunter rise backslash sunbreak like the same thing they did with monster hunter world which like i missed this game 
and it's one of those things where it's like, well, it's been six months and it's going to be super intimidating. So I might just wait till it comes out as sunbreak and then jump in like with a new physical copy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes but sense. I, I thought it was an interesting opening announcement. It was, I was, it was very epic looking and, and like very cool visuals and all this cinematic stuff. So I like was very confused what I was watching until, you know, a big dragon came on screen that looked monster <laughs> hunter. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was just surprised there wasn't any gameplay or anything. Yeah. That is a little bit odd, but I guess there's only so much they really have to twerk <laughs> to what said <laughs> to, to tweak <laughs> with gameplay. Um, it's more so about like building like areas and new monsters and stuff like that. Content. 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 I have to say, I did almost say twerk instead of tweak. I yeah, it's it's on the recording. Okay, I just wanted the audience to know. Yeah, they just heard it. Okay, just throwing that out there for everybody. You know what I'm throwing out there? What are you throwing out? My there? lightsaber. Oh. And, then it, and then it'll come right back to me because I'll use the force. Oh, what color is your lightsaber? <clears throat> uh, I would do pink. Is that Oh, my option? God. Well, I think you'd be kind of like Sith light. Well, it doesn't pink. Samuel L. Jackson have a purple on? Yeah, but he's still a Jedi. But well, what's the difference between purple he's and pink? morally ambiguous. Huh? Is pink more evil than purple? Well, purple, I think, leans a little more towards blue, whereas pink is just a shade of red. So anyway, I threw my, my pink <laughs> lightsaber out there Okay. Because, because Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is coming to Switch, which we knew, but it was announced to be coming in November. And this is uh, this port's by Asper. I'm going to say that again because I don't like how I said that. How do you say Asper. that? Well, I don't want to sound like I'm... Asper? Uh, Asper. I'm just going to say it faster. It just sounds like I said, like, the purring of an a donkey. The real question is, do I leave this in? <laughs> I we'll say f- yes. We'll find out. Anyway, this is by Asper, who um, is making the Knights of the Old Republic remake. This is a very, like, fun thing that I think other companies should do where it's like, wow, you can remake things and also re-release the originals. Like, that's allowed. Yes. It's more so just weird to me because, like, this team has only done ports of anything and, like, this is one of them and they're also remaking one of the most esteemed Star Wars games ever. Yeah, it is kind of a weird situation, but this is also fun. I agree. This is a fun thing. There's really not much to say about it. It's like, there's nothing new to it. It's just the game on Switch. Yeah. But, let me be direct again. Because guess what? There's going to be an Animal Crossing direct in October. <gasps> That's like next week. I mean, I, I, the direct's on next week. The, the, <laughs> the month could be starts anytime. next week, yes. Um. So because Animal Crossing has been through sort of a drought um, for like mm, like a year now. 
<laughs> um, they were. They said that there's going to be this big November update. There's going to be new content, including Brewster and the <gasps> Roost, which are from. Uh, I think I believe they're from Wild. No, maybe just newly. Most of them, right? Mm, I don't know if they're in City Living. City folk. City. Folk. Folk. You're right. What's City Living? <laughs> That's Sims. Yeah, <laughs> city folk. I don't think they're in that game. I can't remember if they're in Wild World or not. I think they're in Wild. They I... are. They're they're in the they're in the museum. Yeah, anyway. which is where he's going to be now. Yes, it's just a little coffee shop, but he's a very beloved character. And <laughs> just something... a little coffee shop. And something fun that you could do, I think, in New Leaf, was um, you could like make coffee orders for your residents, or in uh, New Horizons, I guess they're called your islanders um so that's pretty exciting i was excited about this i also kind of feel like why not just release it now like i don't get it well i would based on the fact that they're doing a whole direct and they announced like what looks like it might be a substantial november update i'm hoping that there's like a, a very big chunk of content that they've been holding back and that's why it's been so much of a drought as they've been working on like something substantial to bring people back because the updates they've had have been cool, but none of it is really like bringing people back to the game much. So my hope would be that it, whatever is being added in November, which obviously Brewster is among that, but maybe that's the smallest thing. Whatever they're adding in November will hopefully be enough to like reinvigorate the game and bring people back who haven't played. Cause like I want an excuse to come back but as it stands, no content that they've added has been substantial enough or interesting enough to make me want to go back and play. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'll, like, play it every now and then just to, like, say hi and, like, see how my island's doing and see what has changed. But I don't feel compelled to play it every day like I did when it first came out. Yeah, or even, like, every week just to check in. Yeah. You know, but... I feel bad. My villagers are all like, where's Kelly? Where is she? Where's our island representative? Well, hopefully in October, Nintendo's going to give you a very good reason to come back. <laughs> hopefully. I think it's really cool that they announced this direct during this direct. That was a good sentence. I'm glad that they announced like some some future news during this because like, well, first of all, Animal Crossing fans have been like real ravenous for new stuff. And I think that's warranted, but also like it can really bring down the presentation if it's just surrounded by like this this aura of like, well, where's the Animal Crossing content? Um, and I think it's cool to give us more to look forward to as we leave this presentation, which they did not once but twice during it because they did that Animal Crossing direct announcement. And they also said that there will be a Super Smash Brothers presentation on October 5th. To reveal the final DLC character. This will be a reveal as well as a deep dive on the character. Is that a gasp or like a moan? It's a gasp. Okay. But this 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 very much follows in that trend of like avoiding that toxic aura. Yeah. Because like Smash fans, I'm one of them, but like I would consider myself a mild fan in comparison. Because Smash fans will come in and like aggressively be like where smash where smash and then if it's there they're like what's wrong with you for picking that character why didn't you pick the character i wanted and it ends up taking away from like the actual announcements of the conference 
So yeah. I'm really I'm really glad that they were like, hey guys, there is a new Smash character coming. We're not gonna show you. Please come back to just a Smash presentation in two weeks. Yeah. And do you I, have I, any oops, sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. Do I have what? I was just asking if you had any theories about who it's going to be. Theories? Definitively no. I have no idea anymore because there's <laughs> just like no sense. It really yeah, it really could be anybody. Hopes Sora from Kingdom Hearts is my Nathan, number one. Nathan Drake. I mean, I would like <laughs> Slide it. Cooper. <gasps> so you're just going all in on the PlayStation raps. I just miss Slide Cooper. I do. I miss him too. This is an in- both mostly Nintendo episode, but like, where's Sly Cooper? Ugh. Do you remember the Sly Cooper movie? Ugh. It got announced in either 2015 or 2014 with a definitive 2016 release date. <laughs> And then that was the last we heard of it. It had like a full trailer and it just never happened. And it's 2021. Like it's five years and they never actually said any. Like what's going on, guys? I think you missed your date by a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. But uh, tune back in in a couple weeks and we'll have the actual news on who that final DLC fighter is. And if it's Sora... I will be screaming. So if you find that out and you listen to our podcast. Oh, also, we're probably going to see the Steve Amiibo during that conference. Oh. And, I, and I can't wait to see that really cheap looking piece of plastic. that's just for rectangles. Yeah, it's peak artistry. Yeah. <laughs> sure is. It sure is. So, moving along with more Nintendo news, um, Nintendo Switch Online announced a paid expansion uh, to add some N64 and Sega Genesis games. Um, They also announced wireless controllers for both consoles, and one of the games included in the lineup is Banjo-Kazooie. I don't think that's particularly surprising. I mean, it's Um, (laughs) Microsoft-owned. I wouldn't have expected it in the Nintendo Switch or the Nintendo 64 lineup on this. I well, at least at the beginning. Yeah, my thinking though is is I kind of touched on this maybe like two weeks ago when, uh, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was Gamescom. I touched on this recently where I kind of felt like everything was just sort of becoming one big thing now, yeah. where everybody just kind of like shares stuff with like Game Pass and like re-releases it's kind of like does exclusivity even like mean what it used to mean probably no so and i guess most people aren't gonna go buy an xbox to play banjo kazooie right and banjo kazooie is like basically free on xbox so it's like they're not making money off of that game i guess it's not surprising i'm more surprised that nintendo is officially making a sega genesis controller that's funny yeah, that is a little bit odd. Are you excited? Um, maybe. I don't know. It depends on the games. The initial lineup didn't excite you? Uh, I just, I don't have, like, the attachment that a lot of people have to Nintendo 64 or Sega Genesis. I started on the GameCube, so, you know, I just, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if they add more. I'm excited by the prospect, but also... I need to I need to know like the pricing and stuff, which they said they're going to announce next month. 
it'll probably be cheap. But the question is, like, I'm on a family plan with a few people, a few close friends, and I don't know how, like, upgrading will work with that. And I'm again, Nintendo Switch Online is already, like, dirt cheap. Like, yes, their online service sucks, and that's bad, but I don't use price as a reason to complain about it because $20 a year for a service like this is pretty crazy. So if they add, like, $5 for this, which would be my guess based on their pricing, uh, it's going to be really hard to complain about it. Yeah. Like, $5 a year so that I can play, like, Mario 64 and Mario, like, Kart 64 <laughs> and, like, Star Fox 64 and, Earthbound. like... Earthbound. Just kidding. Earthbound 64. Unless. I, I will express my happiness that they confirmed that this does not mean the end of new entries for the Nintendo Entertainment System and Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So the hope for Earthbound is not gone. Earthbound? Although, <laughs> I mean, the lineup's been pretty rough for those the past few months. They could really whip it out. Be like, boom, Earthbound. There you go. We know you guys have been disappointed, but look, we got the N64. We got the Genesis. We got the Nintendo. We got the NES. We got the SNES. Gotcha. You're ours for life, baby. We for life. Sunk our little hooks in, and now you're you're loyal. We have your blood now. Blood. That's what they, yep, that's what they. That's intent. That's what they want. This sounds like some some deep stuff that you know about. It. Can you like? Well, uh, I can't. I uh, I can't. I can't say anymore. Uh, you can't uh, reveal any of your sources. No. I have to go right now. I'm being hunted. We're in the middle of recording an episode. Okay, well... Can you wait like 20 or 30 more minutes till we finish this episode at least to get hunted? Yeah, all right. I can do that at least. That's okay. why I was in the desert last week. Oh. I was on well. the run. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not a good bit. No, it's a good bit. I was just staring at you, just, just letting the bit unfold. <laughs> Um, unfold unfold just like a card might <laughs> <laughs> when you sure. laugh at me like that it encourages me to make bad jokes more I don't think they're bad oh thank you you're welcome during this conference what... oh, voice of cards the Isle Dragon Roars was announced it is a card-based RPG and by card-based I mean card-based RPG from Yoko Taro the creator of Nier it's coming out October 26th all of the combat is card combat which is like not the most unusual thing in an RPG but even like navigation of towns is a little piece of like plastic on a bunch of cards there is no, like, overworld. There is no character movement. You are just cards. And you are walking across cards. Their commitment to the card thing is honestly impressive. Yeah. You know, I have heard good things about the demo. Right. It has a demo now. So if you are interested in this and have access to the demo, go check it out. I think, um... I don't know. I mean, like, it just looks, like, clean. You know what I mean? Like, the character design is oh, really yeah. nice. The music in the trailer was really good. 
oh, the whole time I was watching with a friend and it started and I was like, this is some near music. Like this music just sounds ripped from near. Like what a ripoff. And then I saw the art style and I was like, this looks like near. What a <laughs> ripoff. Like, come on, guys. And then it said directed by Yoko Taro. And I was like, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to be mean. Yeah, I might play it. I don't know. It looks kind of cool. It's probably going to be canon to the near storyline because that's how Yoko Taro be. Near, uh, far, I'll be there. Near, far, card. <laughs> near, card, near, card. Near, card, bar. Ar. bark. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? This is going sure, downhill. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was really excited when I saw this. Uh, Chocobo GP was announced, which is like Mario Kart <laughs> with Chocobos from Final Fantasy. Um, the thing that excited me the most was, yes, it was very cute. Yes, it looks exactly like Mario Kart. But one of the racers is Vivi, who is, I love Vivi, a little sorcerer character. You've seen Vivi, Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts Twilight 2, Time. Final Fantasy 9. Yeah. Uh, Chocobo GP. Chocobo GP. He might, he, I mean, I feel like VV is very popular. He's kind of like a little mascot for Final Fantasy. So. Oh, yeah. I just. been in some of the mobile games, like, also. <clears throat> this trailer, I mean, it looks, how do I put this? Pretty bad. It <laughs> It does not look like a game that was made in the past five years. At least not for something that isn't a mobile phone. Yes. Like, it looks like a mobile game, which if it was a mobile game, I probably wouldn't have asked any questions. But, like, this is a Switch game, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is on Switch, and that game looks, you know, profoundly good. And then this game just looks like a 2000 and. 10 like cheap game that was pumped out on a digital storefront jeep g gp g a g jeep (laughs) yeah it does look cheap it looks but at least gilgamesh is in it gilga more like gilga get me out of this game (laughs) what well okay uh, I, I said, thought it. I thought uh, it worked, but it, maybe it didn't. Well, coming next year. See you next year. Well, no, we're gonna keep. No, we're not gonna stop making the show until next year. Oh, uh, well, we'll we're, talk about Chocobo GP next year. Yeah, when we both get it on day one and play it <laughs> avidly. This is a day one purchase for me. Yes. Um. I. I. I don't know. There's just like you know. There's three points to this story. And it's just, I really appreciate those three points. Yeah. Do you know what else has three points? Triangles. Yes. Ding. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. Uh, bye. I'm Kelly. No, no, you're not. Oh, you're... sorry. Wait. I'm Wait, Andrew. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, Wait. Sorry. Is that right? Something feels wrong here. Mm. We got to work on our strategy. Yeah. Oh, well. Our triangle strategy. (laughs) Okay.
<laughs> so, <laughs> the game that was announced last year called Project Triangle Strategy, a brilliant name truly, um, created by the same team at Square Enix who made Octopath Traveler, has lost its project. It is now just Triangle Strategy. That's its title. Uh, good title. It looks wonderful. It looks really nice. This new trailer showed off the improvements that they made based on the demo because they released a demo upon announcement and then let people give feedback. And they made some really nice improvements. The visuals are even better than they looked at last time. If you like this like 2D, 3D, HD style, it's really good. It's a tactical RPG, so like, if that's your thing, it'll probably be great. I'm a Fire Emblem fan, so I might go in on this. I think it looks even better than when they first showed it. There's a lot of visual touches that were not there in the first couple trailers. And they announced the release date, which is March 4th of next year, which surprised me because it went from, you know, just 2022 to early 2022. So I'm excited that it's out so soon. Maybe for me, not sure if I'm getting it, but definitely for the fans of Octopath who are looking forward to a new game. Yeah, I um, I think my feelings reflect yours or mirror yours pretty well. I think it looks good. I I'm I'm probably gonna get it just because, to me, it it is very much like Fire Emblem, and I'm a big Fire Emblem fan. So, I think I'm going to get it. Maybe not day one, but maybe week one. <laughs> What's the, wait what? Yeah, you heard me. Maybe not day one. Maybe week one. Like you'll go out on a Tuesday after it comes out on a Friday. Yeah, maybe I want to see some reviews before I buy. But I thought it looked good. I mean, I thought it looked the blending of 2D and 3D is kind of what I was expecting. So, you know, I'm tentatively excited. We'll see. It's not that far away. That's true. I'll be you know, uh. It'll be a. It's uh, six months. Yeah. You know what is far away? <sighs> what's far away? Well, it's your story, so you can tell me what's far away. Oh, oh yeah. Um, December twenty first, twenty twenty two, is very far away. Is anything happening that day, or is that just the day that popped in your mind? Well, there's going to be a little movie coming out. Uh huh. The Mario movie. <gasps> yeah. And I'm not talking the one, the old one. I'm talking a new, brand spanking new Mario movie. Animated with a voice cast that is truly unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say unforgivable. <laughs> and I would have agreed. But I guess unforgettable is also a word. I think some are more unforgivable than others. Can you tell me who they are? Because I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll go from least offensive to most offensive. How about that? Sure. I'm also, I mean, I'm curious what your opinions so, on this are. To me, the least offensive. Actually, you know what? I'm offended at all of it. Okay? There's one that doesn't offend me much. There's just one. Let's just, yeah, let's just be clear about that. So playing um, uh, Bowser is uh, Jack Black. I'm fine with that. I like Jack Black. Um, Playing Donkey Kong is Seth Rogen. <laughs> a little questionable. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't 
uh, I don't really get it. Like, I've never heard Seth Rogen make gorilla noises, but um, that's fine. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is playing Toad. Um, <sighs> that's another one I kind of, like, don't really get, but okay. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who is playing Princess Peach. I she... get that one the most, but that's not saying much. I well, I love Anya Taylor Joy. You know, I'm a big Queen's Gambit fan, big the the, the the witch fan. Um, I don't think she has the most like memorable voice, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's still okay. We're still like kind of okay. Uh, Charlie Day is playing Luigi, which like okay, I really like Charlie Day. I think he's <laughs> very funny. Um. I see the essence of Luigi in him, so this is fine. Um, playing the titular character of Mario, no last name, just Mario, um, is Christopher Pratt. <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, I used to be really into Chris Pratt a while ago, like 2014. Uh-huh. 2015 maybe but that has that period of my life has long since passed and now I'm angry I'm frothing with rage how are you feeling Andrew that's so stupid it's just so dumb what it's just dumb Mario doesn't talk and now he's gonna not just talk but the voice of Chris Pratt will be coming out of Mario's mouth. Like, Charles Martinet's been doing this for, like, 25-plus years. He's probably not busy. Like, I'm sure he could do it. But they're like, nah. He has to talk in full sentences. And he, he's got to sound like the guy who's in every movie. It's just he dumb. Is going to be false Italian I I, okay I am angry Mm -hmm. I'm angry yeah there I said it well okay oh everyone else everyone else is fine right like kind of unforgivable but it's fine confusing I'd say like most of those Yeah, and like most of those actors, I'm like, okay, you're pretty good at what you do. I have never in my life seen Chris Pratt play a character that wasn't some shade of Chris Pratt. I Yeah, I don't want Mario to be a shade of Chris Pratt. Anyway. I... My hope at this stage... Because I've always thought this movie was a bad idea. It's made by the team at Illumination that made Minions. Which just, from the very start, I was like, well, it's done. I won't like this, probably. My hope is that it's really bad. Because I think its best case scenario is mediocrity. Which would end up making it feel completely pointless and I would forget about it. But if it's so, like, horribly bad, it might be amusing to watch. Yeah. And with that voice cast, that nonsense, 
Executive Decision voice cast, it's very possible this will be a train wreck of a film. <laughs> yeah. It also, speaking about the direct itself, was by far the weirdest part, because it was a very traditional direct in every other essence. Like, they just were like, hey, everybody, here's some announcements. Boom, 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 boom. Trailer, 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 trailer. Release date, release date, you know, like that kind of thing. And it was great. And it was a really good direct. It was a really, really good direct. And then in the middle, Mr. Miyamoto came out. And I'm like, oh, it's Miyamoto. Like, we're about to get some Mario stuff. So I, like, stopped everything, you know. Hold my breath. It's time to see a new Mario game or something. And then he's like, hey, everybody, it's me, Miyamoto. I'm here. Uh, I don't have a game to talk about. And instantly I'm like, uh, uh, what are you doing here? And then he's like, here is the voice cast for the Mario movie. And then it was just a bunch of still images of the of the actors. And I was like, what was that announcement? What was that five-minute tangent? Why was this not just a press release? Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. So I this was also one of those things that I saw on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, before- <laughs> As I was trying to enjoy my time, and I was alarmed. I won't lie. It was pretty alarming. I said, Chris Pratt? Christopher Pratt? Anyway, that's the only one I'm really hung up on. Yeah, everybody else was, like, dumb and a little confusing, but Chris Pratt's the only one that's like, I don't think he should be that character, period. Yeah. It's going to be a loud movie. When I heard Charlie Day, especially, I was like, this is going to be a loud movie. <laughs> this is going to be a real me, loud one. That's my Luigi. <laughs> but like I said, this direct was very good. We got a few more announcements we haven't talked about yet. One of which was the announcement of a new Kirby game. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It is coming out spring of 2022. And it is a... 3D platformer. I am so excited. It's Kirby time, baby. I have always liked Kirby. I like his 2D outings. They're fun. But I've always wanted a 3D game. That is not unique to me. So many people have always wanted a 3D game. It is really weird that it took this long for there to be one. And here it is. And it looks really weird and cool. And why is Kirby in a post-apocalypse world? I don't know. I don't know. I'm happy about it. Kirby is going to be in The Last of Us HBO series. Yes, this is this is how everything connects. <laughs> um, it's very visually nice. I like the style that they went for. It's like soft like Kirby, but still like more detailed than I'd expect. This trailer is super well received too. On YouTube it has like one and a half million views. 75,000 likes and only 570 dislikes like not even a thousand people have disliked this thing everybody loves Kirby baby yeah and it's not just Kirby it's 3D Kirby it's 3D Kirby we need more 3D platformers from Nintendo we don't get enough of those and I don't know why Kirby never got one until this point yeah but you know what it feels right it feels it feels right it feels like it's time like it's the perfect time it's Kirby time um, Ugh, I need that little pink, that little pink fellow in my life. I'll fall back on this a little more as we discuss the last couple stories, but like, Nintendo's really packing up 2022. 
Nintendo has Kirby, Splatoon 3, Triangle Strategy, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, like, and then another game that we'll discuss in a minute. Like, what are they doing? This is crazy. And Pokemon Legends. Yeah. I know. I I feel like this was a really strong direct. I mean, Mario news aside, um, (coughs) you know, they uh, also showed off, as you mentioned, Splatoon 3 in (gasps) a new trailer. Um, And they shut off the single-player campaign, which I'm being told by my my assistant is called the Return of the Mammalians. That's us. We're mammalians. I didn't know Um, that you had an assistant. Yeah. Sorry, I know that's probably not what you were focused on, but... (laughs) Um, This is exciting news for Splatoon players, of which I am not. But this is exciting for them. You're Splatoon. You play Splatoon, right? Yeah. I'm not, like, crazy avid. Like, I don't play the multiplayer still, but, like, I absolutely will pick this up day one. I like the single-player campaigns quite a bit, and I like playing the multiplayer for, like, a a good couple few weeks. And this one has a lot of really interesting visual touches, and the campaign looks a lot more, like, in-depth and interesting than it has in the past. Yeah. There's a lot of fuzz, because it's about mammals, and they're hairy. It's going to get fuzzy, folks. I'm a big fan. I I was a little confused by the lack of a release window because we were told 2022. So, like, I'm assuming that's still the case. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it'll be fall. Yeah, I would assume it's probably the latter half of the year. But still, like, they're really good at usually showing release dates for things. Like, they, they'll usually announce something like this with a release window. And then the next time they talk about it has a release, like, if not a date, a much smaller window. So I thought it was a little strange that they didn't have that. Yeah, that, yeah. that is strange. However, it, it's still exciting, and I'm going to play it day one for sure. I, I would have said it was the most exciting game with a three in the title. If you asked me at the beginning of the... If, if you asked me after it was shown, would you have agreed? That it was the most exciting thing with a three in the title? No. No? Oh, was there some was there another game? I think maybe there was another game. Hmm. Um, I can't quite remember. I think there was like a woman or something. Oh, oh, that sounds crazy. It's almost like maybe a game that Andrew <laughs> Andrew uh maybe screamed about a lot a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe he pooped his pants a little bit. Maybe a little bit. And maybe like four years ago was the last time we saw it literally four years ago and maybe at the beginning of the show andrew said to his cohorts wow like this could be the one and then like looked down at his shoes and regretted saying it like that sounds like something that could have happened right absolutely all right let's let's cut it let's cut the crap here let's get right to it nintendo at the end of the show says hey everybody one more trailer they play this four-minute trailer, and the first minute and a half is full of little teases. It says Platinum at the beginning, so we know what we're getting into, kinda. I say, hmm, I think I know what this is. And then there's a bunch of misleads to make me think it's different games. 90 seconds in. Who falls from the sky but Bayonetta? <gasps> After four years of silence, we got the first Bayonetta 3 gameplay. This game was announced in December of 2017. 
and it has not been seen since. We've talked about it briefly a couple times on the show, mostly in stories where they said, hey, it's still coming, don't worry. And I didn't believe them. But then it happened. It's here. It's here. It's, it's here. It's out next year. Oh, my goodness. This trailer was the best thing ever in the world. Best ever. Period. <laughs> it was like, even if you're not like, even if you weren't waiting four years, this was just a good trailer. It was well made. It showed off the game a lot. It wasn't just like some random snippet to give you an idea. This was the game. She's back. She has a new design, a design that I have so many thoughts on, all positive. Um, there's a lot of lore implications that I won't get into because it's it'd be stupid to because if you don't know Bayonetta very well, I would sound just out of my mind. But I'm a huge fan of everything I saw. The only, I'll just get this out of the way, the only slight negative less negative more confusing is that she has a new voice actress who sounds very similar this is another situation where i might th i think it might be lore related because this is not a spoiler because i am guessing i don't think this is the bayonetta that we know from bayonetta one and two i think this is a different version of bayonetta which would explain why they got a different voice actress. But it still felt a little strange. But everything else about the trailer was remarkable. It looks just as polished as ever. It looks... I, I kind of can't believe it's running on Switch. Like, it looks insane. And it's running at a solid 60. Um, There's a huge new ability where you cannot just summon these giant demonic creatures. But you can actually have them come out of their portals and control them actively. Which is insane just insane there was a little tease at the end for a new character perhaps maybe an evil character and that was accompanied with the 2022 release date as i said uh, excitement would be an understatement for me there is a video on the internet of me watching this live it is terrifying <laughs> There are so many sounds. Um, I can't fully say in words what this trailer means to me. Bayonetta 2 is my favorite game of all time. I've been waiting, like I said, four years for just a trailer for this game. I've been waiting six since the second game came out. This is just everything I was hoping for. It happened. It happened, Kelly. It happened. She's here. She's back. She's here. She's got a new hairstyle, and she's ready to kick some butt. Yeah. Some weird-looking butt, too. The enemies in this look very interesting and weird. Very weird. So I'm looking forward to kicking some weird butts in 2022. I'm looking forward to it for you. Do you think you might be interested in this game, or is it just one of those tangential excitement because of all the screaming around it sure yeah i'm excited it's i mean she's kind of iconic at this she's stage kind of yeah. so i feel like i should pay my respects and play it next year next year bayonetta 3 will be in our hands within 15 months 
at the wow. most. Wow. I never thought I would get to this point. I just assumed I'd be dead when it happened. <laughs> I'm glad you're not. I'm glad I'm not dead. The trailer almost killed me. I know. You if should. I should. You should plug it for all of our viewers to get I our listeners to go watch. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Twitter and go to at Andrew is a fanboy, which is very fitting right now. <laughs> and one of my most recent tweets is a link to a YouTube video of me reacting to Bayonetta 3. It's yes. so it's so tempting, and I won't do this. I'll just tell the audience now, because they can look down and see that I didn't. But it's just so tempting to have the thumbnail be talking games with Kelly and Andrew and the picture of you that's always there, and then just to replace me with her in that <laughs> picture. <laughs> I won't, because that would be a spoiler. But alas, that is what I wish could happen in a perfect world where I am Bayonetta. In a perfect world where we are all Bayonetta. <sighs> At least that perfect world will somewhat exist when we all get to play Bayonetta next year. So, closing thoughts, Kelly? How'd you feel about that Direct? How'd you feel about the Nintendo Direct? I felt pretty good about it. Um, you know, other than... Like we discussed, the Mario news wasn't like my favorite, but <laughs> I felt like everything else was really good. Uh, maybe not the Chocobo thing, but I feel like everything else was really good besides those two things. Yeah, it was. It was, and they also had a Metroid trailer, which we didn't discuss because I personally didn't watch it. It was like three or four minutes, and I just had my eyes closed because mm -hmm. I didn't want to see it because I'm like, this game comes out soon, and the previous couple trailers have shown too much in my opinion yeah i i felt like it was overwhelmingly good the trailer like the whole direct okay with like maybe one or two iffy parts right but you like with a 40 minute presentation you kind of that's kind of a given but like yeah. in this trailer we got a new kirby game that's 3d which is crazy we got bayonetta 3 we got to see triangle strategy we got more on metroid like this is all stuff that's coming out soon in the grand scheme of things like either this year or next we got a new trailer for mario party which like not much to discuss there it's just mario party I i'm really excited like nintendo has me genuinely hooked for the next year and like there's probably some stuff we don't know about even for next year 2022 might compete with 2017 for like how good nintendo does we shall see we shall see. I, they have the lineup at this point, so as long as the games come out and they're high quality, they really it'd be it's gonna be hard to mess this one up. Agreed. So that was a good one. That was such a there was so much this week. It was so awesome. It was for video games, just fantastic. I'm very happy everything happened how it did. Yes. I'm looking forward to what the future holds. Also, as a side note, it was so weird watching this direct a week after the PlayStation showcase, or two weeks, because the PlayStation showcase was just full of nothing and no release dates. And we were like, at least I was pretty off put by how much there were no release dates. And then Nintendo's like, no, don't worry, we got you. We got release dates. Yeah. It felt very good in that sense. 
Yeah. So, well, you're out of the desert. You made it. You made it out alive. By the skin of my teeth, I'm out of the desert. Barely. And now Barely. you're back and can play video games again. That's true. Um, special shout out to the audience. Thank you for listening so much. You got us to the point where we are able to have a very special theme song, which will be at the start of every episode from now on. Where we're, we're, we're real now. We're real deal. We're the real deal. Like before we were, we were important. We had a, we made a difference in the world, but now we're important and make a difference in the world with a theme song. Woo. So, but what was that? That was just, just singing a little tune, you know? Yeah. That's our theme song. Yeah. We're going to, I am going to delete the file of our theme song and just replace it with Kelly doing that little. I think that's a good idea. How'd it go? Oh, da ba Right. Yep. You got it. I got it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.